are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a April 9th, Monday. Playoff edition. We're getting so close here. It's basically the playoffs now. It's the playoff week. We can at least say that here on Lockdown Blazers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Welcome back to the show. I'm Eric Garcia Gunderson, editor and writer at LeBron Wire, part of the USA Today NBA Wire sites, and former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian. Welcome back to the show. It is a Monday. It is a game day. And uh, it's also uh, Ed Davis to the rescue day, but we'll get to that in a second. The Blazers lost on Saturday. Their third straight loss, their third straight loss on this road trip, this four-game road trip, their final road trip of the season has not gone well. They lost at Dallas, which was the the one that you, you couldn't really have. Uh, then they... They had an incredible almost comeback against the Houston Rockets, losing by two to the best team in the league. And then Saturday night, big game in San Antonio, potentially a playoff preview. We don't know yet, uh, and we won't know really until Wednesday, but a potential playoff preview nonetheless. And the Spurs fighting for their playoff lives. They have not clinched a spot yet in the postseason. It's still possible that they could get bounced out of the postseason so they needed that game more than Portland did and they played like it they beat Portland 116-105 in San Antonio uh, outplaying them on both ends and and looking the part of the team that needed to win this game and knew it and uh, obviously Dame came back in this one. He he was feeling better. He told Jason Quick after the last game he was going to play. He did play. Uh, I believe he was a game-time decision, but he played and played well. Uh, couldn't really fault Dame for, for anything that happened. He had 33 points, 11 of 22, 6 of 12 from the field. Also had 5 assists, 7 turnovers, though. Uh, maybe a little bit of rust, having not played in a couple of days. Uh, and... and but still, I don't think this this loss falls on Dame. Uh, Evan Turner also had a really solid game. Things got tight. Things were tough. And uh, CJ had a tough game. And Turner really delivered with 18 points in, in the starting role. And, and, and just... He, he has has had a tendency to do this when games get tight, and, and, and Portland made a run. They were losing for most of the game. They made a run, uh, and Turner had some nice moments there. Nurkic also had some nice moments. He had 12 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, and 3 blocks. So he had a pretty solid game, but not exact. I mean, it wasn't a dominant game uh, as much as just a really solid performance from Nurkic. And uh, Portland had some other nice performances on the offensive end, but where they really lost this one was the defense. They just were not able to slow down the Spurs' attack. The Spurs had a bunch of guys in double figures. Manu Ginobili, 17 points off the bench at 40 years old, still doing it and, and crushing the Blazers last night, or two nights ago, excuse me, on Saturday night. And Rudy Gay also delivering off the bench with 16 points. So the, the Spurs had a lot of help. It was a team effort. LaMarcus Aldridge with 28 points, uh, hitting some tough shots, guarded by Aminu, Nurkic, a bunch of different 
looks that they gave Aldridge, but he he, he delivered and played well. And uh, Portland's defense, which has been their best, uh, the best end of the court for them all season long, uh, faltered against the Spurs, and and the Spurs just really executed really well and. It was they executed like it was a playoff game, and uh, I know that a lot of people are have been saying, you know, I want the Spurs, I want the Spurs, but uh, y- you know, <laughs> games like Saturday night also show you maybe maybe you don't want the Spurs in the in the postseason because Popovich is the best coach in the league. He is super smart and. These guys are all veterans for the most part. Uh, Kawhi Leonard or not, you know, they have a lot of guys on their team that are weapons that can play, and so uh, and and that execute. That that is the thing. You know, Ginobili, uh, Danny Green, Lamarcus, Patty Mills, Parker. You know, Parker didn't even really do anything in this game, but they have a threat, and they and they they have the know how to deliver and. Uh, especially Ginobili in that game, just absolutely bossed up on the Blazers. And, uh, you know, maybe I think that the thing with them is the age, you know, can they do it over the course of a whole series against a younger, more athletic Blazers team? That That is, I think, the biggest question in a potential series of San Antonio is the longer it goes, the better I feel about the Blazers. But uh, the, the Spurs... Uh, you know they they know how to execute. They know how to game plan, and uh, in the postseason, those things become even more important. And I, I think the Spurs' track record of success in the postseason makes me respect them a little bit more. And maybe you know probably don't want Portland to necessarily play them, but at this point, at the same time, I don't think anybody in the Western Conference is going to be an easy series. I don't think Portland's going to walk over anybody. I don't think that there's anybody that they should particularly be scared of. You know, I talked about Utah and how, you know, I'd like Portland to avoid Utah. I think I've backed off of that a little bit. I think any series in this Western Conference is going to have tough challenges for the Blazers. I think the Blazers can step up to those challenges, but uh, I, I, I don't necessarily think that they can really avoid anybody. And San Antonio, a team that, from all the people I've been talking to, you know, for the past couple of weeks, who do you want to play? Who do you want to play? You know, the most common answer I've been getting is San Antonio. And I think, obviously, the Lamarcus factor is huge there. But uh, I, I think part of it is, too, you know, no Kawhi Leonard, the assumption that they're just not the same, that they're not as talented as Portland, and they're not. But they do have a lot of really solid veteran players that, you know, I mean, Rudy Gay was looking really good off the bench and and has looked really good. And, you know, he's the type of 3-4. He's given Portland problems in the past. Uh, and, and if Portland doesn't have a guy like, say, Mo Harkless, who has the size to kind of slow, to kind of slow someone like Rudy Gay down, uh, in addition to having a menu on LaMarcus Aldridge and, and, and matchups of that nature, it's, it, you know, Rudy Gay could, could, could use that Spurs system to have a really good series. And I I just think that that game we saw on Saturday showed that maybe no series is going to be that easy. No series is going to be a walkover. And if Portland plays San Antonio, you know, that's a series that can easily go 6-7. So, I mean, I mean, as, as much as I, as I th- like the matchup for Portland, I think any matchup is going to be tough, really. You know, you got New Orleans. If you play them, you got Anthony Davis to deal with. Uh, if you play... The Thunder. You've got Westbrook, Paul George, and Mello. And Mello looked has looked pretty good recently. Uh, 
you know doesn't want to miss the playoffs and so you have all of those things all of those matchups uh Minnesota perhaps I mean you have a lot of really tough matchups and I don't think Portland really has an easy one one or the other um but if Utah keeps winning and Portland keeps winning, then they they will avoid Utah, and they'll be in that three, and I'll probably play San Antonio or New Orleans, and that's going to be a, a, a big game on Wednesday night that starts about two hours before Portland's game against the Jazz. So, uh, big big games coming up, and Portland has one game up on the third seed with two to go. Utah is right behind them. They won last night against the Lakers, so the. The job is not done for Portland. They need to win this game. Denver needs to win this game. So it should be a really entertaining game. Uh, basically an elimination game for Denver uh, at this point. I mean, Denver absolutely has to win. They've won five straight coming into this one. But uh, Portland could could probably send them home if Minnesota takes care of business, also gets a win. They'll be a game up. I, I don't think Denver would be completely eliminated at that point, but uh, it would it would hurt for sure. So Portland has a chance to end Denver's season for the second season in a row, uh, essentially, because Portland last year when Denver and Portland played uh, back here in Portland in late March, uh, Portland took care of business and basically knocked them out. Nurkic said, have a good summer. And, uh, you know, it was another disappointing end of the season. Uh, I saw, you know, Will Barton after game is very disappointed with the loss, but, uh, and, and the Nuggets would be super disappointed again, especially after, you know, for most of the season, they were leading the division. They were uh, probably the better team, them in Minnesota, for most of the season. And then Portland's late season surge really went ahead. So uh, Denver has a huge, huge game tonight. But Portland is going to get Ed Davis back on the court. That is huge, huge news for the Trailblazers to get Ed Davis back. Uh, he was out for the last week or so with a, an ankle injury and he hurt the ankle against the Clippers at home and and now he he's rejoined the team in Denver he's not on the injury report that the Blazers sent out so Ed Davis expected to play tonight for the Blazers that will be a, a nice thing to have to have his defense to have his toughness uh you know Myers Leonard did a pretty good job filling in for Ed Davis against the Spurs and at other times throughout the the trip and 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 he he had some nice baskets and and stuff like that but uh you know Ed uh it brings a different dimension to this Blazers team gets those extra possessions on a regular basis and that is is huge for this Blazers team and against a team like the Nuggets who aren't known for their defense aren't known for their toughness having a guy like Ed Davis against uh you know, I, I wouldn't say maybe soft Nuggets team, but inexperienced, and, and they're just not really disciplined. They're not really good at defense. So uh, those offensive rebounds are going to be key, and Ed Davis can really exploit the weakness that the Nuggets have tonight with him back in the lineup. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the other games going on tonight in the association that are relevant to the playoff picture in a second, and we'll be right back. So, uh, Portland at Denver tonight, big game. We'll talk more in detail about the Nuggets uh, and, and what they've been doing lately and a, a little bit of what's driven this five-game win streak as of late. But the Blazers aren't the only game tonight, obviously, in the NBA. And 
there are a lot of other games that will impact the playoff picture and also to an extent impact who Portland will play in the first round of the playoffs. As the standings currently sit, Portland, as I mentioned, is in third with a one-game lead. Utah is in fourth, one game behind them. Then a game behind them is a three-way tie right now between San Antonio, Oklahoma City, and the New Orleans Pelicans. So you have three teams that are tied at two games back, or one game back, excuse me, of Utah, and none of those teams have qualified for the playoffs yet. A lot of those teams play tonight, so lots of big games on the horizon, and we'll talk about those because those could decide who Portland plays. Right right now, they could play San Antonio, they could play Oklahoma City, they could play the Pelicans, they could even, you know, theoretically play Minnesota. So, uh, really uh, interesting stuff. This is the type of stuff that I love, you know... I love the regular season. Uh, I'm going to miss it when it's gone. I love having all the games on at once. It, it, it's kind of fun. Ha- and all these teams not knowing where what they need and just kind of playing with, with a tunnel vision that they need to get these things done. And then there's all these things going on around and, you know, this is one of the, this is the great week to have league pass. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm going to miss the regular season. And these are the moments that I'm going to miss. It's going to be like March Madness all at once. You know, it's going to be all these games that all these teams need for seeding to make the playoffs. And uh, I'm very excited. And and one of those games tonight, Kings at Spurs. Obviously, Spurs are favored in that one. The Kings suck. And uh, they also probably want to improve their draft pick. So uh, they don't really have an incentive to win that game. But as we've mentioned before, when we're talking about good playoff teams playing teams that are tanking the players aren't the ones that tank they're trying to get a spot in the league and uh you know that is what the kings you know that's i guess if you don't want to play san antonio uh you're you're rooting for the kings if you do then uh i I think you want them to stay in place but they could also move up to five so uh still some some really i mean the playoff picture could go any number of ways and so uh that's why we're not really going to know until wednesday but all these games will have some effect on the standings and the games that happen on wednesday depending on those results so kings at spurs is one that is going to be at 5 30 tonight in san antonio then another big game that's the first big game thunder at heat um the heat are already in the postseason, but uh, their seed is not locked in yet. Uh, they're currently tied with the Bucks, and Miami's currently in the three seed. So they might want to stay there, keep a matchup theoretically with the Philadelphia 76ers, but uh, who knows? There's a lot of game playing and stuff like that. Cleveland could also vault back into the three seed. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how the Heat approach that game and what they do, who they rest, if they rest anybody. But if they go with the full complement, D-Wade, Dragic, Whiteside, you know, although Whiteside's been in and out uh, of the lineup because of, you know, he hasn't played all that well, that's a huge game. Uh, Miami versus Oklahoma City, that's going to be a a great game. I think probably the better game of all the games uh, outside of the Blazers won tonight. I think Portland at Denver is probably the best game since both teams really need that game. Portland for the three seed and Denver to make the playoffs at all. And then another game that is huge for Portland's potential playoff opponent, Pelicans at Clippers. The Clippers have been eliminated from the playoffs. However, they could play spoiler against the 
Pelicans. The Pelicans have not locked up a playoff spot yet, and they play the Spurs on the, in the season finale. So if neither team takes care of business, I think 47 wins is the kind of magic number to make the postseason. And if you can get 47 wins, you can get there. And both these teams have a chance to get to 47 tonight and lock up that playoff seed before they go into a potentially very high stakes matchup on Wednesday. And then uh, those are the games tonight along with Portland and the Nuggets. So lots of things that can impact who Portland plays. Their three potential playoff opponents all play tonight. So uh, and I and I think Utah, you know, they have a tough game tomorrow against Golden State at home, but they will be at home. Golden State might want to rest guys uh, with you know, their seed completely locked in. They can't move up to one. They can't go down to three. So they might rest guys, and that might be another opportunity for the Jazz to rack up a win. So Portland also in need of making sure they get a win. Also, if they win these next two games, they can get to a 50-win season, which would be pretty cool uh, for Portland as well. But uh, we're going to talk about the Nuggets, where they've been, what they've been up to, how they've been doing it as of late in the next segment before we wrap today's podcast up so portland in denver tonight their final road game of the regular season and it's a big one as i've mentioned a couple times on this episode for both teams portland needs it to hold off the jazz from potentially taking the third seed and the nuggets need to win to keep their playoff hopes alive and potentially get into the playoff picture if Minnesota can't take care of business tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, That also was a game I should have mentioned in that second segment, but um, that is also happening tonight. But Portland at Denver, what's up with the Nuggets? They have won five straight games. They have really delivered as of late. The pressure was on uh, a couple of weeks ago. It looked like they were their playoff chances were basically done uh, on March 30th in Oklahoma City following a loss at Toronto and at Philadelphia. It was their final game of a really long seven-game road trip. But uh, an old friend from Portland, Will Barton, with the game-saving bucket to send the game into overtime, Oklahoma City ended up winning that game. And then went on to win five straight. So they beat Milwaukee the next night at home. And they've beaten a bunch of basically playoff teams with the exception of the Clippers who are an above 500 team that didn't make the playoffs. So they have not been just beating up on bad teams. They have been delivering against solid opponents over these last few games. And they've been doing it though uh, in the way that they have been doing it all season long. Great offense, amazing offense, not so great defense, and you can definitely score on these guys. And so uh, Portland, their challenge tonight is trying to slow the Nuggets down because if they can at least slow them down a little bit with their defense, Portland should be able to get all the buckets they want on the offensive end against this, you know, really porous Nuggets defense. I mean, they're, they're just not a very good defensive team. There are a lot of young players. Uh, Gary Harris is a really good defender. I'm sure he'll get a bunch of time on Dame, a bunch of time on CJ, but they don't have a, a bunch of, you know, Jokic being in the middle of the defense. He's just not a deterrent at the basket. And that's huge. I, I, I know that, um, you know, defense in the NBA really is dependent on a bunch of things, but the big man can really make your defense 
go up a level and Jokic just simply doesn't do that for Denver so uh, I think Dame and CJ can have a really big night attacking the rim going at him and and, and trying to create lanes in the basket and and uh, you know Nurkic can as well in the post but you know that could be a, a really tough matchup and we'll see how Jokic reacts in this matchup against the Blazers you know it felt like last year he didn't really uh deliver in a, in a tough spot for Denver last season in Portland. Now he's going to be at home. He's going to have the crowd behind him. Uh, Denver's crowds, you know, they're not have they not typically that great, uh, unfortunately, even though they probably should be really good. Uh, but uh, that is going to be a change in the scenery this time. Maybe that gives Jokic a boost to have a much better performance. And offensively, he, he's still going to bring it. He's a great shooter, great passer does a little bit of everything, basically runs the offense for the Nuggets. Uh, but uh, Jamal Murray, also a really good player, lots of range, a little bit like a young, uh, a younger Dame, obviously nowhere near as good right now, but you can kind of see the outline of the player that he can become with his range, the deep threes that he takes, and, and also he, he has a little bit of uh, a clutchness to him. So uh, if this game gets tight, I think Jamal Murray is probably going to be the guy, but Gary Harris hit a, a game winner for them earlier this season. And of course, uh, we talked about Will Barton, who uh, is a really good guy off the bench for them, who's also been starting a lot lately. So um, really important game for both teams. I think Portland can score on these guys. Defense is going to be the key, I believe, especially after the game in San Antonio where they did not play very good defense. And with Ed Davis back, I think that's going to help the defense. You're going to have Riggs and Murtaugh back with Ed and Zach Collins. So uh, I'm really excited for this game. I'm excited for all the games tonight. Going to have my league pass on 1,000 tonight. So it should be a lot of fun. Um, And keep it locked here. We'll have uh, an update after the Denver game, and we'll let you know what's going on in the association. So until next time, keep it locked on Locked On Blazers. Tell a friend, leave us a review, and we'll see you later on in the week. It is playoff time.